Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. What up with you? Hope you're having a great day. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21. President in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, I love this, like, <laughs> the Raiders. Well, we'll get to it upcoming in 15 minutes. But uh, Derek Carr answered a question about ties today. Want to tie me up with your tie? Tie? Surely Dan Byer knows what that's a reference to, right? Like, we all know what that. Lacey Under, Under, Underall, is that what's the first name? Lacey Underall? Anyway, um, I just, the, 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 the comical ties discussion with the Raiders, we'll, we'll get to. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to Stan Rout, who's a former um, Raider, who will join us upcoming, as this is a massive game. Like, look, there are some things that are going wrong in our country. There are some things society-wise. There's some cities that are struggling. There are some cities that are doing really well. Um, I will point out that for Las Vegas, in the short and long-term future, the news is really, really good. They're getting a Super Bowl. They're getting the college football playoff. And of all of the things that building was built for, right, those are two of them. Uh, Final Four would be, I think, the if they get the Final Four, it's over. Vegas is officially the sports Mecca of the country, but uh, that's going to be the biggest. And uh, I mean, you talk about a perfect game, perfect game. Okay. Chargers and Raiders have been a, a rival uh, for years. And even going back to when the Raiders were in LA, it was locale versus SoCal. It was the fights in the stands as much as fights on the field. And the Raiders relocating to Vegas, I told you, and going back to my days at, at, at other places, when that happens, it's a home run for the league. It's a home run for the Raiders because the Raiders have fans all over California and in Vegas already. And the ones in California can either drive there or pop on a Southwest flight and get there. Right? The same is true for Chargers. Now, there's not, obviously, the Chargers aren't a thing in L.A. yet, although... They're growing in popularity because I think everyone knows Justin Herbert seems like the real deal, right? But for those San Diego fans who they may not love or even like the Chargers in L.A., but they hate the Raiders far more than they hate the fact the Chargers left, this is a pleasant excuse for them to go to Vegas for the weekend, and it's a Sunday night game. That is a massive game, and I can't wait to see it. But let's get to the news of the day. There's a lot of it. And uh, Dan Beyer gives it to you at the top of the hour, half past the hour. We have game time at the bottom of the hour. And, and when, we, when we do that, one reason is we want, to, we want to always feel like you know what's going on, right? Like there's, there, there's nothing worse than a sports radio show where you feel like you don't know really what's going on in the world of sports, what's really important. Here's one thing we do know. By the way, this show is brought to you by Vegas. No, Las Vegas. Seriously, sponsor the show. The greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, competition. It is always on. 
Whoever you root for, whatever your sport you love to watch, biggest games are even bigger than ever in Las Vegas. Make sure and plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Um, this is a true story. I'm coaching a basketball tournament this weekend, and uh, I have one of my parents moved here from Vegas last spring, and he's like, hey, if you can get the championship games over early, I'll get tickets. Let's go. Like, get done with the game, go to the airport, fly to Vegas, see the game. It's really that cool. Get done. Get a McCarran. Take a you know. Take a little Uber over to the Mandalay Bay. Get dropped off at Mandalay Bay if the games are still going right, or you can lay some money down on uh, on the bolts and then walk over to the game. Sounds like a good time, doesn't it? All right, we'll talk about that upcoming. But you know who you won't see this weekend? No, you'll see Derek Carr. Um, you're going to you're going to see Justin Herbert. You won't see Lamar Jackson. Won't see Lamar Jackson. Now, I think this is really interesting, and you guys tell me if you, you, you think the same. Remember, the, the Ravens are still mathematically able to make the playoffs. Mathematically. They need a lot of help. Okay, I think the first thing they need is, and Bayer, you can tell me if I'm wrong, I think they need the, the Colts to lose to the Jaguars. Yep, that's one. Okay, okay. so they need the Colts to lose to the Jaguars. Yee, that's a, that's a, that's a tall order. Right, a tall order for the Colts, who should have beaten the Raiders, should be feeling good about themselves, but but could not seal the deal. Okay, so they need that to happen. They also, by the way, need to win themselves. That that's the other thing. Okay, and they need to beat the Steelers. So by beating the Steelers, they would leapfrog the Steelers, who are eight seven one. They're eight and eight. That would put them at nine and eight. That would put them ahead of the Steelers. Okay, and then do they need a tie? In Vegas, is that what they need to get in? No, the Ravens need losses by the uh, Colts, Chargers, and Dolphins to get in. The Dolphins, I did not calculate the Dolphins. Thank you for that. Uh, okay, so the Dolphins this weekend. So the 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 Chargers are... Dolphins pretty... could also tie, but yeah, the Dolphins are part of this equation for the Ravens. And the Dolphins take on the Patriots. And are the Patriots set in their... Where 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 they play? Like, they, they well, play they can guys? still win the division if Buffalo loses. So there is still something to play for. Buffalo as the Jets. Okay, so Buffalo's not losing. New England could lose. Okay, uh, could not play their guys. Could rest their guys because they play mm-hmm. next week. And that, that that whole calculation would be interesting. But they need a lot of help. Yes. Right. Okay. And they need to beat the Steelers. Be, granted, be playing the Steelers at home, and we know that Big Ben, it's his last divisional game. It's a rival. Steelers week or Ravens week, depending on which building you're in, that's the biggest week. That, that's the best rivalry. Maybe truly, honestly, best rivalry in football for the last 15 years. You okay with that, Bayer? Is that my is that crazy talk? No. I, I think that it's I think that it's that it's very fair. I think that um, for how long it's gone on, I've never warmed up to it, but it has. Yes, Ravens. Yes, I like sure. it. Doesn't here, here's maybe this is a, a better way of expressing it more thoroughly. It doesn't matter to me and you, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have the resonance. Like Packers Bears is not really a rivalry anymore. Like one team's been good, the other team has not. There have been some fairly close contests. Started last year when, or was it two years ago when when. Uh, Rodgers got hurt, then he came back and he won the game, right, with the bad knee, all that stuff. That one is historically significant. Just in the last 15, 20 years, it hasn't been Super Bowl caliber or playoff caliber teams on both sides of the ball. The same for the Cowboys and now the Washington football team of the Redskins. Great, longstanding rivalry, but it's not like this one is a great rivalry because 
in any given year, either are one of the two, two or three best teams in the AFC. And consistently, both teams are above 500 fighting for a playoff spot. And they're both super physical, built on their defenses. It's really good football. It doesn't. It's not a glamour rivalry, but in actuality, in terms of deciding the division and 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 potential Super Bowl teams, it matters in football sense. Is that a bet? Is that okay? Yes, hundred percent. Okay. okay, so you know who you won't be seeing is Lamar Jackson. He's out again with the ankle, or we what we think is the ankle, right? We don't get a true sense of exactly what's going on, and we haven't. Thought we would see Lamar since we saw him kind of shuffling up the field. Remember, we were watching the video last week of him, his first time in practice. Like, eee, that's not good. Which leads us to a greater question. Okay. I think it's, I think it's fair. I think it's fair to sit there and go, uh, Ravens aren't going to make the playoffs this year. It, it would take a lot for them. And if we, if they don't make the playoffs, it's also fair to go, you know, <laughs> he didn't play the last quarter of the season, right? I know there's 17 games. It's three and a half, four games, whatever, with the, with the ankle. And it's not his fault, okay? I'm not going to sit here and go injuries are his fault. But I want you to think about this for a second. We're told that there's a couple of reasons the Niners are going to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo at the end of this year. And what are those reasons? First thing is, he's never healthy, right? He's always missing time. He had the ACL a couple years ago. Now he's got a, uh, now he's got a, a, a thumb issue, right? He's had, you name it, Jimmy Garoppolo. And again, these are not his fault injuries, like tearing your ACL because you want to, you know, deliver a blow to a cornerback who's tackling you while going out of bounds. Not smart, just step out of bounds. But I mean, like, look, that's a football play. Can you really fault him? He gets hit on the hand and hurts his thumb. Like, can you really fault him? Lamar Jackson hurts his ankle playing, you know, athlete in, in the NFL. Like, what are you going to do? Can you really fault him? These are not, it's, it's not like he was, he was drunk and he, he slipped and fell walking out of a bar where you're like, all right, that, that one's on you, not on the team. So the, the injuries for Garoppolo are football injuries, right? And Garoppolo, the only thing we know that he's done that was seen as a misstep off the field was wasn't he seen on a date with a with a porn star right like again I I, I guess that scene is by some people is a what Cowherd called a lack of judgment yeah I, I I don't know if we're judging who people date or whatever I don't know who Lamar dates and I doesn't I, I'm not concerned his personal life is his personal life but I'm trying to draw a parallel here okay so the 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 thing with Garoppolo is Garoppolo's hurt a little bit too often. Garoppolo has this ability to turn the football over at inopportune times. Like, he can play great, and then, God, he throws a pick a game. You're like, what was he doing? And there seems to be a ceiling. <coughs> Maybe it's the Super Bowl. right? Maybe it would have been the NFC Championship game, but he didn't actually have to throw the football. But it seems to be that the Niners are like, you know, he can only get us to a point, and we can't break through that point. Let's take Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar has been better than I think most anyone would have would have thought coming out, right? Like let's that's that's reasonable. He was a first round pick, so let's not act like he was, you know, sitting in the green room on day three and then the Ravens threw him a bone when everybody thought he was gonna play wide receiver and suddenly he became the MVP of the league. Like let's not oversell it. Lamar Jackson won the Heisman trophy, was a first round pick. 
And but among the among the believers in him, the Ravens selected Hayden Hurst before him in the first round. Okay, so Lamar Jackson last year had a come from behind win in the playoffs, which was something that he had not yet done. But there does appear to be a ceiling for how far he can take you. This year, for just as an example, right, we heard last year, hey, you got to get him more weapons. Right? Remember that? Got to get him more weapons. I can, if, if you'd like, we can go back and I can pull the tape of several different analysts going, you know, I'd really like to see Lamar with, a, with another kind of top-level wide receiver. And my point has always been and will continue to be, that sounds great, but good luck getting a number one wide receiver to sign there just because the volume of targets you're going to get are lower. Okay. They're a lower volume of targets, lower volume of targets because he doesn't throw the football as much. So, but what they do this, this past off season, right? Well, they went out and, um, they went out and got a talented wide receiver who's, often hurt in a Sammy Watkins, right? They also uh, drafted in the first round a wide receiver, Rashad Bateman. And of course, they have another first round pick wide receiver in a Hollywood Marquise, Hollywood Brown. So in terms of weaponry, Mark Andrews is a tremendous pass catching tight end. They have a big time tight end. They have three different wide receivers, right? Bateman's a freak talent. Marquise Brown has got take the top off the defense speed. And Sammy Watkins, though he's not what he was billed to be coming out as a top 10 pick, that dude is a big target with good hands and a guy who, if he's your third best wide receiver or fourth best pass catching option, you're pretty good. We'd all agree there that they've done him right in terms of putting weapons around him. Now, they've had issues, obviously, with injuries and running backs, and now they're at Devontae Murray and Latavius, uh, Devontae Freeman and Latavius Murray, the two running backs. But finding running backs has never been an issue, especially considering the best running back of them all is Lamar Jackson, who's also the quarterback. But my point is this, okay? Look, I think Baker's done in Cleveland. I think he's done irreparable damage and leaking out stories and questioning media people and losing the locker room and blaming the coaching staff and all this stuff. Okay, I, I thought this in coming into the season, that the the biggest question in future contracts was going to be Baker Mayfield because I thought the Browns wanted Mayfield, but they don't want to spend $30, $40 million on Baker Mayfield because he's not worth that. And so will he be the first kind of middle-class quarterback? I, I, I think that that ship has sailed. But what about Lamar Jackson? Okay, now take a breath here before you're like, well, you, you thought Sam Darnold was better than him. I did. thought Sam Darnold had a better upside because what Sam Darnold does best Okay, he's elusive and he runs around back there and makes throws, but it was throws from the pocket. Right? Whereas Lamar Jackson, what you want him to do most is sit back there in the pocket. You want to actually keep him in the pocket. Once he's on the move, woof, it's really, really hard. Okay? And you want to make Lamar make those precise throws underneath where sometimes he just misses. Okay, he has better supporting talent on offense than he's ever had, less the running backs. I, I'll, I'll grant you that. The division, Pittsburgh's not as good as they've been. Cleveland's not particularly good. And though Cincinnati is good, and they smashed them twice, okay, okay. In, in terms of normally the AFC North, 
It's a much better division than it is this year. This is his worst year throwing the football. This is He's thrown the most interceptions, yet he has better weapons around him than he's ever had. He's been Last two years, he's been hurt. He's had COVID twice, but he's also been hurt twice. And there seems to be some sort of ceiling, at least to this point, in the playoffs. There's some Garoppolo to it, okay? Garoppolo went to Super Bowl. This cat did not. And Garoppolo had a great defense when he went to Super Bowl. The Ravens have had a very good defense. Maybe not as much this year, but in years past. Is anybody else interested in how deep the Ravens are willing to dig? And remember that as much as he's been championed for not having an agent, his mom's his agent, that's not always a good thing. You know, an agent, a lot of times, we've talked with Daniel Jeremiah about this. The first thing they say when they get on the phone with you or they talk to you after a negotiation, they're like, look, they love you, okay? You need that filter of an agent when they tell your agent something you might not want to hear when it's your mom and really your mom is just relaying to you or you're part of every conversation. There's not that filter. So they can't either be honest or you hear that honesty. It doesn't feel great. I just, I wonder what the Ravens future with Lamar looks like because John Harbaugh by his words seems to be completely in their front office by their words seems to be completely in, but, but wouldn't this be, doubling down on a guy who though a complete freak talent and a guy who by all accounts is the leader of that franchise. Isn't he hurt? Okay. Plus running quarterbacks get hurt more often and eventually they lose that step and now they get hit more often. And Oh yeah, by the way, you've used all your resources to put a great offense around him and you haven't gotten better output. Isn't there that same ceiling that sits there as there is for Jimmy G? I don't know. I just, I'm fascinated by how this thing plays out. Tyler Huntley is going to get another shot. What the Ravens look, what the Ravens do in the off season with Lamar's contract. That that's as interesting to me as what the Packers do with Aaron Rodgers. What the definitely more interesting than what the Browns do with Baker Mayfield. Give me your thoughts at Gottlieb show is the Twitter handle easiest way. Also, you can comment on uh, an Instagram at Gottlieb show. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more discover.com slash match limitations apply Raiders chargers Sunday at Allegiant stadium in Vegas. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a good day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every single day from sunny Southern California. Let's get it. Um, You know what we'll do? I want to play for you the sound because so so here's the here's the deal, okay? The Chargers and Raiders play in Allegiant Stadium. If okay, if they tie, they both get in the playoffs. Right? Is that the way it works? They get they both get in the playoffs, or do the Colts have to lose the game first? Do the Colts have to lose to the? I believe the Colts have to lose to the Jags first. Okay, which is not happening. <laughs> no, I mean you're laughing, John. No, like, I agree with you. That's and, why and I'm like, laughing. And I, so I know pers- that I know they have a good win. They beat what Tennessee this year, right? The the, the Jags did, which makes no sense. I just I can't see it happen. Can you guys see it happening? It just does not feel like any way that that happens. 
but but who knows? Um, so Derek Carr was asked about that scenario. Here was his response. Hopefully I speak for everyone, but for me, I'm not even going to watch anything. I hope the TVs are all off. I hope no one's watching, and I hope our complete focus is on winning the football game. You know, And if, if we can you know, keep that and someone comes up to me and says, hey, we're in, you know, be like, oh, okay, great. You know, I still want to go out there and still want to beat the Chargers. I think someone said we can just take knees and tie if that's the scenario. And I was like, well, that sounds good to you, but I don't want to, I don't want to tie these guys either. So, <laughs> you know, to me, it'll be full focus on beating the Chargers. Um, and, I, and I'm pretty confident that's how our whole team feels no matter, no matter what. They beat us last time. We, we kind of just want to play this game. Have you guys noticed that Derek Carr has kind of he has his own sort of Midwestern uh, Gruden kind of accent that he's he's it's not wasn't as pronounced there. John, if you could. OK, and and um, we're going to we're going to get to an update and then Stanford Routes going to join us. If you could, could you find his comment after they beat Indy? OK, and you'll hear his voice. And I'm telling you. I don't know if he knows he's doing like a Gruden kind of impression or if it's just how much he was around Gruden, but he's, I mean, this is a dude that played at Fresno state, right? And, um, he's been in California his entire career, right? Not that because he played Northern California, he has to break out a hella every sentence, but how come he hasn't broken out a hella every sentence? Do you guys, you guys know that, right? Like, Jay Stu, you know that Northern California dudes rocking. It's hella hot, it's hella cold. It's hella like. Can, why, why are you throwing in hella? That's just it's a Northern California thing. But it's weird. He's kind of doing a Gruden impression a little bit. I'll play it for you a little bit. John will find one. So she's played in the WNBA almost as long as the WNBA has been a thing, right? Like WNBA is what season twenty two, maybe I'm gonna say twenty one, twenty because I remember they had the twentieth anniversary. I think it was around ninety six, ninety seven. They came in. I remember. Okay, it. Yeah. and so she's been there. How long? She's I thought they 19. had a 25th. I thought they had a the 25th. Was it 25th? Season. Yeah. I thought it was 20th. I'm, I'm mistaken. So. If you're you're probably right, I'm I'm probably uh, probably wrong. Um, it's Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21. Present Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Stanford Routes, our guest. Of course, he was a star with the uh, with the Oakland Raiders. Um, for a long time, his second round pick started with them. Now we're getting ready for Raiders Chargers. Now look, when you were with the Raiders, okay, when you were with the Raiders, it was just a it was a different energy with the Chargers, you know, because it wasn't L.A. But still, there was a ton of Raider fans every time you went to San Diego and the Q fights in the stands. What was the level? And they, but they weren't. Neither team was great, right? Like, what was it like Raiders Chargers when you played? Oh man, that takes me way back. Uh, it was pretty much uh, it was an intense rivalry. Obviously, one of the uh, one of the top rivalries in all of football. And whether it was in Oakland, whether it was down there in San Diego at Qualcomm Stadium, it was always going to be usually a tough matchup. We always went against Philip Rivers, one of the best to ever do it. Uh, he'll be in the Hall of Fame in a couple years. And just off of that alone, you know, the fan base is always was a very strong, stringent type of uh, type of ordeal. You get booed. They may throw a few things at you. And then, you know, when they come up there to the Oakland Coliseum, it's going to be the same thing, especially when you start getting close to that black hole and that south side of the stadium, or should I say that end zone. So it was always an intense rivalry. And now it's going to be even higher Sunday night because now it's a playoff spot is on the line. Um. It, it it feels like 
Derek Carr, you know, there's a lot of questions about him. Obviously, last time the Raiders made the playoffs, he got hurt. And yeah. uh, it, it was a disaster. Like, what was he doing in the game? I think you guys were up 19 at the time. Mark Davis is like, why is he in the game? It was crazy. But there were a lot of questions when they hired John Gruden about, look, Gruden loves to get new quarterbacks, whatever. Would he be the guy? And it it feels like this year he's solidified himself, not just as the quarterback, but kind of the leader of the franchise. Is that accurate? Does that feel like what's what's happened this year with Derek Carr? I feel like that may be accurate to a certain degree. And I'll say this because all Raider fans, or should I say just people around the league, they think of Derek Carr as a good quarterback, but there's always a but when you talk about, well, he's leading the league in passing, but, or he's leading the league in completion percentage like he did back in 2020, but, and I think a lot of it has to do with the lack of playoff success, the lack of playoff appearances. So I think that Derek Carr going against Pro Bowl Justin Herbert, who's in his second year, who I think right now is already a top-five quarterback. I think a victory against Justin Herbert, another appearance in the playoffs. Now, whatever they do in the playoffs, hey, that's a whole other topic. But another appearance in the playoffs, beating Justin Herbert to get there, I think would do wonders for the reputation that he has around the league because there's always a but after you say whatever positive, glowing uh, sentiment that you have about Derek Carr. And I think a lot of it has to do with the big moments, not coming up uh, big in the big moments, and also the lack of playoff appearances. Is is he be- Is it fair to say, though, that he's also played better, right? Like, a lot of times you get to the people who defend Derek, like, look, he's good, he's been a leader, he's been the guy. But it's also fair to say, like, he's actually played better as well, hasn't he? I would say yes to a certain degree that he's better. But when you look at games like the Chicago Bears when they lose, how they got blasted by the Kansas City Chiefs twice, when you look at the games against the Cincinnati Bengals, you look at the Washington football team, if they're winning any of those games, they're not even in this position right now. Now, yes, they start off the year 3-0, and beating Lamar Jackson Monday Night Football, beating Ben Roethlisberger, and then beating uh, the Tua-led Miami Dolphins in Week 3. So they start off the year undefeated, 3-0. and But then all of a sudden, that's when the John Gruden fiasco comes, apart, comes, uh, comes about, and then everything just kind of, you know, falls down, uh, down by the wayside. So, yeah, Derek Carr's played well this year, but the thing is, is that it's not consistent enough for a lot of Raider fans. They want to see more sustained success, not the lightning in a bottle where you beat the Dallas Cowboys, you put up, what, I think it was 36 points in that game on Thanksgiving, and then you turn right around 10 days later, and it seems like you're just running in mud against the Washington football team. So that right there is something that for Raider fans or just aficionados throughout all of the NFL, they want to see the sustained success not just the lightning in a bottle, and then you go right back the next week, and then you go ahead and have a dud of a game. Um, they've also sustained a lot of losses, too. I mean, I don't know how they're going to play Hobbs this weekend with the, with the alleged DUI, but, the, you know, I think oh, some I of that— I can tell you exactly how they're going to do that. Like, I can tell you exactly how they're going to do that. <laughs> how? Because it is a big game. We need to win this game. So, yes. I, I, they, I know, but you had— you had a first-round pick star wide receiver kill a lady yes. with a DUI like two months ago. How can you I, – I don't know. How do you do that? I mean – Because because I can tell you from being, a, from being in an NFL locker room, 
Yes. It is not in any way trying to go ahead and just and just try to disregard or should I say just, you know, uh, uh, go ahead and, uh, and just just disallow exactly what was done. You're not you're not doing that. You're not discrediting anything. And you're not trying to belittle the severity of a certain situation. But for a head coach. What he's probably going to do in this situation, I'm going to find you to the maximum, whatever that's going to be. I'm going to find you to the maximum, and then I'm still going to allow you to play on Sunday because we need to win this game. So we don't really have time to go ahead and have this immediate punishment right now, which, by the way, Roger Goodell is probably going to go ahead and suspend him for maybe a game or two games or, I don't know, something like that in the 2022 season anyways. So, But for a, for a head coach, for an interim head coach who's trying to stay on as the permanent head coach, He's going to do what he has to do so he puts his team in the best position to win the game. Now, like I said, he will probably be fined to the maximum by the uh, by the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know how much that is because I haven't played in the league in a long time. But, but I'm not going to risk losing the game all because I want to try to prove a point or make a point to a young man who obviously made a dumb mistake. I'm going to try to go ahead and still prove the point while still giving my team the best chance to win the game. And I'm not trying to belittle the severity of any situation. Obviously, we remember what happened with Henry Ruggs killing that young lady. I'm not trying to in any way go ahead and try to discredit it or in any stretch of the imagination, but from a NFL head coach standpoint, at the end of the day, he's got to win games to go ahead and save his job. Aren't the Chargers just better? Say that again? Aren't the Chargers just better? Like, I, I, went, to the, I, went, to the, I went to the first game, and I understand that, that – that you know, look, uh, Josh Jacobs didn't run the football well that game, right? And and they've been able to do all this without Waller. He'll be back, and the Raiders. It, it, but it's been kind of smoke and mirrors. Whereas the Chargers, and I know they haven't played as well as their talent will allow you to believe. Some of that they have been healthy in COVID, whatever. Some of that is just the Chargers being the Chargers. But if you lined up the two rosters, aren't the Chargers just better? Okay, now, Doug, I feel like you gaslighted me a little bit right now. I kind of feel like you gaslighted me because, like, come on now, Doug. I'm a Las Vegas Raider, even though I was an Oakland Raider. I'm a Raider fan, and I've been naturally bred to dislike the Chargers. But I'm, I, I get you. I understand exactly what you're saying. I think right now Justin Herbert is a top-five quarterback. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. I'm, even though I'm not a Chargers fan, I still can understand and I can recognize his greatness. I love Derwin James. Chris Harris is one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league because of how versatile he is inside and outside. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler was just on my podcast maybe a couple months back. So trust me, they have a bevy of talent. There's no doubt about that. I'm, I'm not disputing that at all. But I also know this. Any given Sunday – the game is played in between the lines, and I just remember a couple weeks ago, did Pro Bowl Justin Herbert not go down to Houston, Texas, yes, where, yes. where I live, and yeah. lay an egg against the Houston Texans, not led by Deshaun Watson, having a rookie head coach, a team that's pretty much already kind of mailed it in for the rest of the season. Did that not happen? It happened. Did Justin Herbert not go and get blasted by the Baltimore Ravens some weeks back? It happened. So all I'm simply saying to you, all I'm saying is that, yes, the Chargers have a lot of talent. Yes, they are. They, 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 I'll go ahead and I'll give you that they have a better roster, yes. But the game still has to be played in between the lines. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm not. I won't dispute that at all. I'm like, I'm not I, like, and and for the and for full clarity, like my sister and brother-in-law used to work for the Raiders, right? So I and I have some ties oh, okay. there. Okay, and um. And but I'm I big I'm a Charger guy and I'm close to and but and I'm and I'm I'm like a fan of the Chargers, but 
Uh, they have a better talent. There's no reason they should not win this game. I'm just saying, but it's the but it's the Chargers, right? And <laughs> and there is there's something unique about this the Raider this Raider team that they're able to find a way. They shouldn't have beat the Colts last weekend, but Carr exactly. made some un Carr should have been brought down the, in the backfield in that unbelievable touchdown throw to win the yeah. game. There's plenty of games they shouldn't they should not be doing this, but they are. It's kind of something unique there where I do feel like there's a disparity in the rosters. How can somebody download your podcast? Oh, man, uh, you can easily go ahead and just go to YouTube.com or just at my YouTube page, uh, my Instagram, S-R-O-U-T-T-26. That's my IG. That's also my Twitter handle. And you can easily go and uh, go to my YouTube page, Stanford Route, uh, and, and download any of, the, uh, any of the podcast episodes. It's called All Facts, No Cap uh, Podcast. So, yeah, so definitely uh, that you can go and download it a, my- a myriad of ways, but especially going to the YouTube as well. You're the best, man. Uh, enjoy this weekend. Sunday's going to be awesome at Allegiant. What a great place to host the biggest game yet to be played in that building. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, no problem, man. Happy to do it for you, uh, Doug. And uh, like I said, man, got to do it again. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Food all your life, but don't sign that paper tonight. This song's called Sellout. Check out the latest lines from the world of sports. Let it play. In the world of sports, the BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Turn up. What they want you to hear. Uh, we'll talk a little ska music after we get to a game. Game time! This is game time. It's game time. Buyer, the Doug Gottlieb Show. Buyer, are you familiar with ska bands? Uh, <laughs> no, not my thing. I like horns. I just don't like them in those sort of... Well, it's not just horns. Yeah. Ska, like Sublime, oh. No Doubt, are all kind yeah, of... No. Uh, they they that, was, that was that late 90s, mid yeah, to late 90s not my Orange County scene. Okay. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, what? It was what do you like, like Johnny Mathis? You like Johnny like Mathis? Skuh. That's what it would be. What's the game today? Game today is Psychic. You should know oh, this. It's psychic, you yeah. should know this. Psychic. Will Antonio Brown wear an NFL uniform again? No, he's done. No, hmm. he's done. I, no, he's he, he's he's done. I heard some speculation that if he were healthy, that the Chiefs would take a look at him if you they were allowed. But uh, no, he's not. Look, he's not going to be. Signed for this year for the playoffs, and then next year, remember, there's a whole new lot of wide receivers, a whole new lot of guys on the open market. He's a year, but just the big thing is he's just he's there's just too much baggage there. It's just we're good, and he's not that good anymore. He's fine, sure, to play, but he's not that. He he was the best wide receiver in the league for a while, not now. Psychic, how many Dallas Cowboys coordinators will get head coaching jobs in the NFL next season? There's two: Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore. More interviewing for the Jaguars. We know that Quinn's going to be a candidate. How many will actually get jobs? I think Quinn stays. I think uh, I think Kellamore will get one. I think um, I don't know if Kellamore will get one with Jacksonville as much as there's an outside chance he gets one with the Dallas Cowboys. It's not crazy. They want him to be. They want to groom mm-hmm. him to be the next head coach. And if McCarthy's team falls flat, or if he makes some bizarre decision, I mean Jerry just broom him. Uh, that's so. I I think it's one. 
I think it's a big decision because if you're a Cowboys fan and both of your coordinators left and you are left with Mike McCarthy, I don't know how you could be happy if you were a Cowboys right, fan. Right, especially considering it's not like everybody Mike McCarthy hires has been great. Correct. He didn't hire Kellen Moore, okay? He hired a, a defense coordinator that was a disaster last year in a Mike Nolan. So, the, you know, the, the outsider could go like, well, you know, why wouldn't you trust M- Mike McCarthy? His coordinators are good enough to get hired. Like, yeah, because he actually didn't hire those guys. Psychic, will Andy Dalton be a starting quarterback in the NFL again? I mean, this week he's going to start, but he, maybe yeah, in future I, I, th- I think, no, I think this is his, fu- his future is as that perfect backup quarterback for younger quarterbacks. So, Psychic, yes, but not as the starter, the, the pure starter. Psychic, will you miss not having college football on Saturday? Yes. Yes, especially after how good it was last yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Last Saturday was so good. We'll have the game Monday, but nothing on Saturday. Uh, Psychic, will the Lakers appear in the play-in tournament this season right now in the sixth spot in the West, so they would not be in that play-in tournament? No, no. They're going to get better with Anthony Davis. I just don't think they're a championship-caliber team as their roster is currently comprised. I don't know if there's any fixing it to that point. Chris Haynes last night on TNT says that Kawhi Leonard could play this season. Psychic, will it be a good idea for the Clippers to have Kawhi Leonard play this season? Yes, absolutely. And and I don't think he's as ahead of schedule as as Chris made it out to be. He did not have a completely torn ACL. He had a partial tear of it. So it's a it's a different level of rehab. And yes, I think he'll play. I think it'll be good. That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports, the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21 pressing Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. I am ready for this weekend's games. Also, Sunday, remember, we're going to see Clay Thompson first time in NBA uniform in uh, two seasons. Two seasons, not two full years, two seasons. Cut up next, Le- LeBron James. Um, well, he tweeted something yesterday, and instead of apologizing or pulling it down, he's standing behind it. Why it's awful. It's next on the Doug Gottlieb Show.